Hello and welcome to Conversations with Ipswich School and thank you for tuning in to today's special episode which celebrates International Women's Day. I'm Eva, I'm head girl at the school and proud member of our student-led feminist group Consciousness Club and today I'll be speaking to Connie who co-runs the club with me and we also have the special guest Angie who set up the club last year and is now at Leeds University. Hello Connie. Hello. Hello Angie. Hi Eva. So Angie, we'll start with you. Can you explain to our audience what exactly is Consciousness Club and where did the idea for it come from? Well, we came up with the idea just before lockdown. So obviously it couldn't really happen during lockdown. It was all very new, very technology. So we weren't able to start it then. We started it when we came back in September. It was a group of it was a group of five of us essentially who came up with the idea. And we were inspired by our politics A-level with our teacher and we were learning about feminism and we were talking about the second wave feminists and the consciousness groups that they had and the meetings that they had just to talk about topics that they wouldn't normally talk about in like day-to-day times and I thought it was really interesting to have like such a safe space it was a really important thing to have and I feel like that's where it all kind of started and it was inspired by those groups which is quite cool and yeah that's where it all kind of started and then it kind of got rolling and look where it's at today so yeah <laughs> so how did you go about setting it up and getting other people interested and getting the sessions actually running well we got the help of quite a few teachers such as Miss Caston, Mrs Tolomash and Rev that who were all brilliant in helping us set it all up and getting the rooms and all of that and I think initially it was a bit hard because not many people didn't really turn up didn't really understand it but the more we kept like promoting it to people and being like, well, actually, you can talk about anything you want. You can, you know, we're, we're quite open. We don't really mind, you know, like just talk about whatever you want. And I think with that, people, more and more people turned up. And I think it was really nice. There were quite a lot of girls in my year who used to turn up quite a lot. And it was just nice to just have a chat with them on a Wednesday lunchtime when I wouldn't necessarily have done otherwise. And yeah. It's interesting listening to sort of the beginnings of the club and then thinking about how it is now. And thinking about the progression of the club, Connie, can you tell us a bit more about how you came to running the club and what it's like now? um, We started going to Consciousness Club around the time of Sarah Everard's when she went missing and then when we obviously found out what had actually happened. So when we first went to Consciousness Club, it was very a very busy time. So there were lots of people at Consciousness Club for those few sessions. And I remember those first times that we went just thinking this is so cool that we can just have a whole lunchtime just to talk about these things. Because I think often at school, when you're just sat in the common room having lunch, people don't want to be having those quite heavy and deep conversations. But I know that's the kind of thing that I really like doing all the time. So it was really nice to have a space where everyone who was there wanted to have that conversation and we were probably us and maybe a couple of other people from our year who started going and it was sort of the natural progression that we would lead it just because we were one of the few who went and obviously were quite involved a bit towards the end but now it's really good like on the email list so we send out an email every week just to tell people what we're going to be talking about talking about because if it is quite a I think it that is important because when, because they're quite heavy topics sometimes perhaps people might not want to go if it's something that they're not completely comfortable talking about so we do tell people what it's going to be about every week and on the email list I think we have nearly 50 people now so and yeah we never really have a shortage of ideas there's always something to be talking about and if not 
like if there isn't something in the news currently that we can talk about we can always just bring up something random and what's good about the club is that whatever we start talking about we always end up digressing into anything and I think that's what's really nice about it is that it's not fixed and so you end up having really interesting conversations that you wouldn't have expected to even though you knew what the topic was going to be about that week. And I think recently as well we've opened up because often Connie and I as I'm sure Angie did choose the topics but we've opened up discussion and a google form for other members to choose their own topics and I think that's where it's really interesting of being able to talk about just not just what we we think is interesting but so many other people's perspectives and experiences and obviously Connie as one of the few people who attended sessions with Angie's year group and who attend now how do you think that the club has evolved either in what we talk about or the way that the sessions run I think I would say the nicest thing about it for me has been how more boys have been getting involved because I remember the first sessions that we went to last year it was very dominated by girls which is obviously the point that was the point of the original groups and that is still the point of them I guess but what is nice is that having more boys come in our year is knowing that they're like the whole issue of feminism it's not just women who need to realize that they you know deserve better but also men being not to be patronizing but you know educate our boys instead of instead of educating just girls so that's been really nice and yeah just the I think there's a lot more a much more diverse audience for it now and some weeks you'll have someone who's never come before just based on the topic that we're doing so yeah I think that's really nice yeah and I think the fact that these conversations are like really necessary like you guys were talking about the fact that you have like 50 people on your emailing list I remember when we had about like 15 people and the fact that it's grown so much with you guys and like you said you've got a lot more boys coming which is something we tried to encourage a lot as well and I remember like in our last few sessions a lot of people in your year and a lot of guys in your year started turning up and I thought it was like really reassuring for like mm-hmm. the next years to come and I thought it was really good so yeah and no, it was just good to see how much it's progressed and grown I guess and I know like now you guys are doing it in lower school and stuff and I think that going from just talking about these important issues in sixth form to talking about them at younger ages as well is also as important because like you said Connie like normally people don't really talk about these things but I'm like you I think it's so interesting to talk about them at any point so I think it's also really necessary to talk about these things and if we just keep quiet about these things like the Sarah Everard case like we weren't taught that in school or anything so I think the fact that we still need to have these conversations is also really important. It's definitely an impressive legacy that you've left through the school that I'm sure will carry on beyond both Connie and I. And um, Angie mentioned how the club has now found its way to lower school um, and years seven and eight. And so Connie, being the front runner of that movement, how has, how has it worked and how is it different talking about these issues to younger years as opposed to your own year group I've actually found it quite challenging because when we sit down with the year seven and eights I don't feel that different to them and the ones who always come every week there's about four of them who always come every week and then occasionally we'll get some others and the last session that we did we had the most we ever had and when so many people walking through the door I was a bit overwhelmed but because I don't feel very different to them in terms of age, I have to remember that they are younger and less, much more impressionable and haven't had the same experiences that we've, we are now going through as basically adults. So sometimes I have to remember not to maybe tell them my experiences in such detail because they just wouldn't be able to understand things in 
in the same way but it is also really nice having I think it's very important to bridge that gap because I know that I could have really done with something like that in lower school and it's only since becoming older that having conversations like with my really close friends realizing that we all used to have these same worries and now when you're older and you can talk about these things it's like I wish I knew that everyone was having these same thoughts and I think that's the aim of lower school consciousness club is not necessarily the focus on feminism but obviously dripping it in but sort of the focus on making having them talk about their current experiences and making them feel like they're not alone in their sort of because I feel like in that age, at that age you can get really caught up in your own mind and because everyone feels the same way no one's you have to be really brave to be the first person to tell someone else like do you ever think about this or like do you ever worry about this does this happen to you and so that's yeah really the main focus of lower school consciousness club and I'm hoping that it will just get bigger and bigger and I think I mean just from we've gone to consciousness club for two years and obviously later on in our school life but to think the change that that's already had on the way that I think we think about things and the things that we've talked about, I think people who have started talking about that from 11 or 12, for them then to grow through the school, I can't wait to see what Consciousness Club is like in five or six years when it's them leading the the main one. And so, Angie, obviously to hear how something that you started and that came from an idea that you and, and your friends had, how does it sort of make you feel and reflect upon your time in Consciousness Club to hear and to see how it's developed? I'm not going to lie, it's pretty weird. (laughs) It's brilliant because we never thought it would actually get this big. I never thought it would get this big. Like, I remember at points, you know, we didn't have many people turn up. It was like five people would turn up and it was like, I remember we used to have MHOC and then that kind of stopped when our year took it on and then you guys took that back on. So it was like, oh, will it stop once we leave? That kind of thing. And the fact that it's carried on and the fact that it's grown, the fact that it has so much support, not only from you guys in your year, but from teachers as well, is actually really encouraging the fact that it's become a whole school thing. And the, it, I, I just think having the club itself makes people think like it just like having that safe space of like, oh, well, why do they have that space to talk about things? It's just like, oh, well, maybe I should go along. Like, like you said, you talk about everything and anything like. So I do think it's quite it's, it does feel a bit it feels a bit surreal. That's the word I was looking for. But yeah, no, it's just so encouraging to see young people are growing up in these circumstances and having that opportunity to talk about these things. And, you know, I think it's brilliant. So, yeah, I think it's really cool. I'm sure you are in feminist societies and stuff like that, but is it the same as Consciousness Club? There are lots of different societies within... So there's, like, a feminist society, but then there's lots of groups within that and there's lots of different things that you can do. Like, there was... A, like, I, I go to uni in Leeds, and so Leeds is quite a big city, so there's always lots of stuff going on. So a couple of months ago, when all the spiking was going on, massive boycotts and all the clubs, we took part in that, me and my flatmates. And there was, like, a Reclaim the Night march kind of thing. So there's lots of stuff always going on which is really brilliant and there's always lots of stuff I personally haven't had much time to do you can't really do everything so there's lots of societies and like I mean a bunch of other societies there's work and other stuff and especially being in first year there's always something going on so but it's encouraging to see the fact that it's not just a uni thing I in my head it was always like having a feminist club was always more like a uni thing like I don't know and the fact that it's like these things are being taught from a young age is quite encouraging so yeah and obviously after mixing with like-minded people from other backgrounds have you 
do you know if many other schools have groups like Consciousness Club? Not that I'm aware of, to be honest. I think people, some schools have like some feminist clubs, but I remember when Laura Bates came in last year and she was talking about the fact that schools had like just started having some feminist clubs and stuff. It was quite hard from the get-go. And I think that not many schools necessarily do. And I think that we're quite lucky that at Ipswich we did have one at the time that we were there. But I think some schools do. But from what from my friends that I know, I don't think necessarily many people had them or went to them. But yeah. We are definitely lucky to have the support of so much of the staff and, and sort of cross years, I think. I think that's really definitely helped I think maintain it because they've obviously stayed with the club since its beginnings. And so Connie, as the club has continued, how's it been going this year and uh, what sort of topics have been discussed recently? Well, this year when we came back, obviously Afghanistan, withdrawing from Afghanistan had just happened and obviously that the effects of that on women in Afghanistan was a massive thing um so that was the first session that we had back and loads of people came to that session i remember it was because we didn't we normally set the put the tables back and put the seats in a circle so that it feels like you're only one big group but we didn't do that because it just didn't didn't we didn't expect that many people to come but yeah so many people came to that and that was a really it was a obviously a really horrible way to start the year but also really encouraging to see that many people coming so we've done afghanistan we've spoken about well, last week we had Jasmine, who's a member, talk about violence against women, but specifically how violence against women of colour and LGBT women, how that is seen differently in the media compared to white women. We had Elliot oh, yeah. spoke about gender the other yeah, week. That, that was, was really, really good. Because we've never really focused on actually what gender is itself. Silas suggested talking about gender. And we're really lucky to have Elliot in our year and he's non-binary. And so that was really interesting to hear from his perspective you know, being such a small minority and explaining to us how it's been for him. So that was really interesting because for most of us, that's something that we just don't ever get to hear about in person. Obviously, as unfortunate news stories have come out about violence against women, we've, I think that's the great thing is that we can talk about topical things that are in the news at that point, but also then talk about, like the gender talk was a lot about people's past experiences and that's sort of more sharing of personal identity rather than yeah. news. And I think the variation between the two is really great. Another one that we did that was really good was we spoke about period poverty. And although we haven't done anything about it yet, but I still really hope to and plan to do um, a, chari- a school charity event for period poverty. And we came up, that was Beth and Olivia's idea to basically get this going for charity for period poverty to raise money in a, in a term at school. And so that was really good because we'd hope to use consciousness clubs like raise raise not just talk about things but actually do something about it as well so that's also what it's really good for yeah I think definitely going forward for the club I think using it as a platform for fundraising and for yeah. actual action rather than solely discussion I think yeah. will definitely be somewhere that something that will be interested in taking it and so to sort of wrap up to both of you both having experience in leading the club and Angie establishing the club if someone at another school was set, was thinking of setting up a club like this, what advice would you give? I think my advice would be just be brave and just do it. Because I remember of coming up with the idea and I was like, who am I, who am I going to talk to about this? Who, who's going to support me? Who's going to actually say, that's not a bad idea? And I remember just talking to my friends and like being like, does this sound okay? And like they were like, yeah, just go for it. And I think 
talking to the teachers I remember talking to Mrs Holomash initially about it and she was incredibly supportive and just like talking to someone about it and being like you know what I want to do this and just having the guts to just say I want to do this and I think it's important is what you kind of just need and I think that's what I needed personally and I think it's yeah just having the guts to do it which is always easier said than done so yeah I would agree I was I was going to say that the first thing just be brave to and pursue of it because that we still get sort of like not backlash but you know people take the mickey sometimes and it's normally always boys and they're boys who've never been to the club and the chances are they probably deep down need need that chance to talk about things that they don't normally get to talk about so that's quite sometimes it can make you feel like oh yeah maybe I'm a bit weird for caring about this but actually as soon I'm sure as soon as you leave school and we will go to university all go to when when we just go out into the wider world, we'll realise that actually it's much cooler to care about things than to not care about yeah. things. Honestly, um, yeah, that's, yeah so. that's a big thing I noticed at uni. I remember at school talking to boys and having conversations like, would you consider yourself a feminist and all that kind mm. of stuff? And they'd get all defensive and be like, oh, well, yeah. why would I think that? Like, mm, no. And then, but coming to uni and most of my friends who are guys have been like, oh, would you consider yourself feminist? Be like, uh, well, duh. And like, just finding people who are just like-minded and like do care as much as you do. And I think that like having that background of just openly talking about it to people makes me now at uni, like during freshers and everything, just makes me like, just made you like so open, like to talk about mm-hmm. most things and just get to know people. And I think that's also quite an important skill to have is just if you're able to talk about anything with anyone like in a group you may not necessarily know everyone in consciousness club but you talk to them about these important discussions you can easily do it once you get into the wider world as well which I think is also important and like all the topics that you talk about such as violence against women is more I'd say more important once you move away from home when you get out of your house and you move away like four hours away to go to university or if you take a gap year and I think it's so much more relevant because you're literally living in it if that makes sense and I think that that was a big realization for me when I moved away was oh I've been speaking about it for ages but now I'm like living in it and I have to be more careful when I go out and I have to take all the precautions and all that kind of stuff the stuff that we always spoke about but it became real and it but because I'd spoken about it beforehand I already knew all the you need to do this you need to do that is I already knew what I needed to do I was quite lucky that I already knew that so yeah yeah, well, thank you to, to you both for talking about the club. It's obviously had a great past and hopefully an even brighter future. Hopefully, yeah. Big thank you to you both and thank you to all those celebrating International Women's Day with us and looking to break the bias in our world. <laughs>